we approach the day of the Lord when Jesus returns and God judges the world and the apostate church and then destroys this heaven and earth with fire. Isaiah was told by God centuries ago the things that would come upon this earth at the end of this world. Isaiah chapter 13, start at verse 6. Howl ye, for the day of the Lord is at hand. It shall come as a destruction from the Almighty. Therefore shall all hands be faint, and every man's heart shall melt. Now if you think, oh, I will not lose my faith. Jesus says in Matthew 24, except the time is shortened, no flesh will be saved, but for the elect's sake, the days will be shortened. Verse 8 of Isaiah 13, And they shall be afraid. Pangs and sorrows shall take hold of them, and they shall be in pain as a woman that travaileth. They shall be amazed one at another. Their faces shall be as flames. Isaiah 13 verse 9 Behold the day of the Lord cometh, cruel both with wrath and fierce anger, to lay the land desolate. And he shall destroy the sinners thereof out of it. For the stars of heaven and the constellations thereof shall not give their light. The sun shall be darkened in his going forth. And the moon shall not cause her light to shine. And I will punish the world for their evil and the wicked for their iniquity, and I will cause arrogancy of the pride to cease and will lay low the haughtiness of the terrible, says God. Verse 12. And I will make a man more precious than fine gold, even a man than the golden wedge of Ophir. What is he talking about? We have seen integrity vanish bit by bit. We have seen men lie and they cannot tell the truth. We have seen integrity disappear. So it is very precious if a man has integrity. Verse 13. God says, therefore, will I shake the heavens, and the earth shall remove out of her place in the wrath of the Lord of hosts, and in the day of his fierce anger. The earth will move out of her place in the solar system. I had a dream about that several years ago. The earth slipped on its axis. People were terrified. 
the governments of men were meeting with the scientists and with the religious leaders to see what could be done about this. Well, nothing can be done. A television reporter was trying to give the news, and he was so frightened that he quit talking and just walked off camera. Now let's read Proverbs 15. Now, you need to come back and reread these verses of Scripture, especially the ones that stand out to you many times. Verse 1. A soft answer turneth away wrath, but grievous words stir up anger. The tongue of the wise useth knowledge aright, but the mouth of fools poureth out foolishness. The eyes of the Lord are in every place beholding the evil and the good. A wholesome tongue is a tree of life, but perverseness therein is a breach in the spirit. Perverseness means to turn away from God or scriptures and set up another way to go. It is the apostate church that casts aside scriptures and sets up other doctrine in the church. Verse 5. A fool despiseth his father's instruction, but he that regardeth reproof is prudent. In the house of the righteous is much treasure but the revenues of the wicked is trouble. The lips of the wise disperse knowledge, but the heart of the foolish doeth not so. The sacrifice of the wicked is an abomination to the Lord, but the prayer of the upright is his delight. The way of the wicked is an abomination to the Lord, but he loveth him that followeth after righteousness. Verse 10. Correction is grievous unto him that forsaketh the way, and he that hateth reproof shall die. Verse 11. Hell and destruction are before the Lord. How much more than the the hearts of the children of men. Verse 12, A scorner loveth not one that reproveth him, neither will he go unto the wise. A merry heart maketh a cheerful countenance, but by the sorrow of the heart the spirit is broken. The heart of him that hath understanding seeketh knowledge, but the mouth of fools feedeth on foolishness. All the days of the afflicted are evil, but he that is of a merry heart hath a continual feast. Better is a little with the fear of the Lord than great treasure and trouble therewith. 
Better is a dinner of herbs where love is than a stalled ox and hatred thereof. A wrathful man stirreth up strife, but he that is slow to anger appeaseth strife. The way of the slothful man is as an hedge of thorns, but the way of the righteous is made plain. A wise son maketh a glad father, but a foolish man despiseth his mother. Folly is joy to him that is destitute of wisdom. But a man of understanding walketh uprightly. Without counsel, purposes are disappointed. But in the multitude of counselors, they are established. A multitude of counselors may not mean a bunch of counselors, three or four or five. It may mean the word of God repeated three or four times. It could be one person. Paul said he came to them a third time speaking the same thing because it was profitable to them. Without counsel, purposes are disappointed. A man hath joy by the answer of his mouth, and a word spoken in due season, how good it is. The way of life is above to the wise that he may depart from hell beneath. The Lord will destroy the house of the proud, but he will establish the border of the widow. The thoughts of the wicked are abomination to the Lord. But the words of the pure are pleasant words. Verse 27. He that is greedy of gain troubleth his own house. But he that hateth gifts shall live. The heart of the righteous studieth to answer but the mouth of the wicked poureth out evil things. The Lord is far from the wicked, but he heareth the prayer of the righteous. The light of the eyes rejoiceth the heart, and a good report maketh the bones fat. Verse 31 the ear that heareth the reproof of life abideth among the wise. He that refuseth instruction despiseth his own soul, but he that heareth reproof getteth understanding. Verse 33 The fear of the Lord is the instruction of wisdom, and before honor is humility. Thank you for allowing me to share this today.